0: Hare Krishna. This is a reading from the Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam, Third Canto, Chapter 26, Texts 16 through 22. Lord Kapiladev explains how the Maha-Tattva is impregnated and then expands, and the Lord is represented by the time factor. Text 16. The influence of the Supreme Personality of Godhead is felt in the time factor, which causes fear of death due to the false ego of the deluded soul who has contacted material nature. Purport by Srila Prabhupada The living entity's fear of death. Is due to his false ego of identifying with the body. Everyone is afraid of death. Actually, there is no death for the spirit soul, but due to our absorption in the identification of the body as the self, the fear of death develops. It is also stated in the Srimad Bhagavatam 11 2 37. Dvītīya refers to matter, which is beyond spirit. Matter is the secondary manifestation of spirit, for matter is produced from spirit. Just as the material elements described are caused by the Supreme Lord or the Supreme Spirit, the body is also a product of the spirit's soul. Therefore, the material body is called dvītīya, or the second. One who is absorbed in this second element, or second exhibition of the spirit, is afraid of death. When one is fully convinced that he is not his body, there is no question of fearing death, since the spirit soul does not die. If the spirit soul engages in the spiritual activities of devotional service, he is completely freed from the platform of birth and death. His next position is complete spiritual freedom from a material body. The fear of death is the action of kala, or the time factor, which represents the influence of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. In other words, time is destructive. Whatever is created, is subject to destruction and dissolution, which is the action of time. Time is a representation of the Lord, and it reminds us also that we must surrender unto the Lord. The Lord speaks to every conditioned soul as time. He says in Bhagavad Gita that if someone surrenders unto him, then there is no longer any problem of birth and death. We should therefore accept the time factor as the supreme personality of Godhead standing before us. This is further explained in the following verse. Text seventeen My dear mother, O daughter of Swayambuva Manu, the time factor, as I have explained, is the supreme personality of Godhead from whom the creation begins as a result of the agitation of the neutral, unmanifested nature. PURPORT by Śrīla Prabhupāda The unmanifested state of material nature, Pradhan, is being explained. The Lord says that when the unmanifested material nature is agitated, by the glance of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, it begins to manifest itself in different ways. Before this agitation, it remains in the neutral state, without interaction by the three modes of material nature. In other words, material nature cannot produce any variety of manifestations without the contact of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. This is very nicely explained in Bhagavad Gita. The Supreme Personality of Godhead is the cause of the products of material nature. Without His contact, material nature cannot produce anything. In the Chaitanya Charitamrita, also, a very suitable example is given in this connection. Although the nipples on a goat's neck appear to be breast nipples, they do not give milk. Similarly, material nature appears to the material scientist to act and react in a wonderful manner. But in reality, it cannot act without the agitator, time, who is the representation of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. When time agitates the neutral state of material nature, material nature begins to produce varieties of manifestations. Ultimately, it is said that the Supreme Personality of Godhead is the cause of creation. As a woman cannot produce children unless impregnated by a man, material nature cannot produce or manifest anything unless it is impregnated by the Supreme Personality of Godhead in the form of the time factor. Text 18 By exhibiting his potencies, the Supreme Personality of Godhead adjusts all these different elements, keeping himself within as the Supersoul and without as time. Purport by Srila Prabhupada Here it is stated that within the heart, the Supreme Personality of Godhead resides as the Supersoul, this situation is also explained in the Bhagavad-gita. The super soul rests beside the individual soul and acts as a witness. This is also confirmed elsewhere in the Vedic literature. Two birds are sitting on the same tree of the body. One is witnessing and the other is eating the fruits of the tree. This Purusha, or Paramatma, who resides within the body of the individual soul, is described in Bhagavad Gita 13.23 as the Upadrastha, witness, and the Anumanta, sanctioning authority. The conditioned soul engages in the happiness and distress of the particular body given to him by the arrangement of the external energy of the Supreme Lord. But the Supreme Living Being, or the Paramatma, is different from the conditioned soul. He is described in Bhagavad-gita as Mahesvara, or the Supreme Lord. He is Paramatma, not Jivatma. Paramatma means the Supersoul, who is sitting by the side of the conditioned soul just to sanction his activities. The conditioned soul comes to this material world in order to lord it over material nature. Since one cannot do anything, without the sanction of the Supreme Lord, he lives with the jiva soul, as witness and sanction giver. He is also bokta. He gives maintenance and sustenance to the conditioned soul. Since the living entity is constitutionally part and parcel of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the Lord is very affectionate to the living entities. Unfortunately, when the living entity is bewildered or illusioned by the external energy, he becomes forgetful of his eternal relationship with the Lord. But as soon as he becomes aware of his constitutional position, he is liberated. The minute independence of the conditioned soul is exhibited by his marginal position. If he likes, he can forget the Supreme Personality of Godhead And come into the material existence with a false ego to lord it over material nature but if he likes he can turn his face to the service of the lord the individual living entity is given that independence his conditional life is ended and his life becomes successful as soon as he turns his face to the lord but by misusing his independence He enters into the material existence. Yet the Lord is so kind that, as Supersoul, He always remains with the conditioned soul. The concern of the Lord is neither to enjoy nor to suffer from the material body. He remains with the jiva simply as sanction-giver and witness so that the loving entity can receive the results of his activities, good or bad outside the body of the conditioned soul. The Supreme Personality of it remains as the time factor. According to the Sankhya system of philosophy, there are 25 elements. The 24 elements already described, plus the time factor, make 25. According to some learned philosophers, the Supersoul is included, to make a total of 26 elements. Text 19 After the Supreme Personality of God, it impregnates material nature with his internal potency, material nature delivers the sum total of the cosmic intelligence, which is known as Maya. This takes place in material nature when she is agitated by the destinations of the conditioned souls. Purport by Śrīla Prabhupāda This impregnation of material nature is described in Bhagavad-gītā, 14th chapter, verse 3. Material nature's primal factor is the Mahatattva, or breeding source, of all varieties. This part of material nature, which is called pradhan, as well as brahman, is impregnated by the Supreme Personality of Godhead and delivers varieties of living entities. Material nature in this connection is called Brahman because it is a perverted reflection of the spiritual nature. It is described in the Vishnu Purana that the living entities belong to the spiritual nature. The potency of the Supreme Lord is spiritual, and the living entities, although they are called marginal potency, are also spiritual. If the living entities were not spiritual, this description of impregnation by the Supreme Lord would not be applicable. The Supreme Lord does not put his semen into that which is not spiritual, but it is stated here that the Supreme Person puts his semen into material nature. This means that the living entities are spiritual by nature. After impregnation, Material nature delivers all kinds of living entities, beginning from the greatest living creature, Lord Brahma, down to the insignificant ant, in all varieties of form. In Bhagavad Gita, 14.4, material nature is clearly mentioned as sarva-yonishu. This means that all the varieties of species, demigods, human beings, animals, birds, and beasts, whatever is manifested. Material nature is the mother, and the Supreme Personality of Godhead is the seed-giving father. Generally, it is experienced that the father gives life to the child, but the mother gives its body. Although the seed of life is given by the father, the body develops within the womb of the mother. Similarly, The spiritual living entities are impregnated into the womb of material nature, but the body, being supplied by material nature, takes on many different species and forms of life. The theory that the symptoms of life are manifested by the interaction of the 24 material elements is not supported here. The living force comes directly from the Supreme Personality of Godhead and is completely spiritual Therefore, no material scientific advancement can produce life. The life force comes from the spiritual world and has nothing to do with the interaction of the material elements. Text 20 Thus, after manifesting varied gatedness, the effulgent Mahatattva which contains all the universes within itself, which is the root of all cosmic manifestations, and which is not destroyed at the time of annihilation, swallows the darkness that covered the effulgence at the time of disillusion. Report, Thayisrila Since the Supreme Personality of Godhead is ever-existing, all blissful and full of knowledge, his different energies are also ever-existing in the dormant stage. Thus, when the maha was created, it manifested the material ego and swallowed up the darkness which covered the cosmic manifestation at the time of disillusion. This idea can be further explained. A person at night remains inactive, covered by the darkness of night. But when he is awakened in the morning, the covering of night, or the forgetfulness of the sleeping state, disappears. Similarly, when the Mahatattva appears after the night of disillusion, the effulgence is manifested to exhibit the verity of this material world. Text twenty-one. The mode of goodness, which is the clear, sober status of understanding the personality of Godhead, and which is generally called Vasudev, or consciousness, becomes manifest in the Mahatattva. Purport by Srila Prabhupada. The Vasudev manifestation or the status of understanding the Supreme Personality of Godhead is called pure goodness, or Shuddha Sattva. In the Shuddha Sattva status, there is no infringement of the other qualities, namely passion and ignorance. In the Vedic literature, there is mention of the Lord's expansion as the four personalities of Godhead Vasudev, Sankarshan, Pradyumna, and Aniruddha. Here, in the reappearance of the Mahatattva, the four expansions of Godhead occur. He who is seated within as Supersoul expands first as Vasudev. The Vasudev stage is freed from the infringement by material desires and is the status in which one can understand the Supreme Personality of Godhead or the objective which is described in the Bhagavad Gita as adbhūta. This is another feature of the Mahatattva. The Vasudev expansion is also called Krishna Consciousness, for it is freed from all the tinges of material passion and ignorance. This clear state of understanding helps one to know the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The Vasudev status is also explained in Bhagavad Gita as Kshetra which refers to the knower of the field of activities, as well as the super-knower. The living being, who has occupied a particular type of body, knows that body. But the super-knower, Vasudeva, knows not only a particular type of body, but also the field of activities in all the different varieties of bodies. In order to be situated in clear consciousness or Krishna consciousness, one must worship Vasudev. Vasudev is Krishna alone. When Krishna or Vishnu is alone, without the accompaniment of his internal energy, he is Vasudev. When he is accompanied by his internal potency, he is called Dworkadish. To have clear consciousness, or Krishna consciousness, one has to worship Vasudeva. It is also explained in Bhagavad Gita that after many, many births, one surrenders unto Vasudev. Such a great soul is very rare. In order to get release from the false ego, one has to worship Sankarshan. Sankarshan is also worshipped through Lord Shiva. The snakes which cover the body of Lord Shiva are representations of Sankarshan, and Lord Shiva is always absorbed in meditation upon Sankarshan. One who is actually a worshipper of Lord Shiva, as a devotee of Sankarshan, can be released from the false material ego. If one wants to get freed from mental disturbances, one has to worship Aniruddha. For this purpose, Worship of the moon planet is also recommended in the Vedic literature. Similarly, to be fixed in one's intelligence, one has to worship pradyumna, who is reached through the worship of Brahma. These matters are explained in Vedic literature. Text 22 After the manifestation of the Mahatattva, these features appear simultaneously. As water, in its natural state, before coming in contact with earth, is clear, sweet, and unruffled, so the characteristic traits of pure consciousness are complete serenity, clarity, and freedom from distraction. Purport By Śrīla Prabhupāda The pure status of consciousness, or Krishna consciousness, exists in the beginning. Just after the creation, consciousness is not polluted. The more one becomes materially contaminated, however, the more consciousness becomes obscured. In pure consciousness, one can perceive a slight reflection of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. As in clear, unagitated water freed from impurities, one can see everything clearly. So in pure consciousness, or Krishna consciousness, one can see things as they are. One can see the reflection of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, and one can see His own existence as well. This state of consciousness is very pleasing, transparent, and sober. In the beginning, Consciousness is pure.